my point was this. Power is almighty, right? The Nikeba, the woman. Yahweh will manifest his reign, his rule in your midst if you just understand your Nikeba. Dwell with her according to knowledge. Cover and serve her. Give her the understanding. Determine her role and character so that she don't violate it or blow those boundaries. And then she will, Yahweh will enable her to be that power of nourishment that this generation needs to make corrections and you being satisfied with a strong pillar of support and complement of your spirit. That's righteousness. That's righting wrongs. And the way of righting wrongs is life and his pathway there is no death. Right? No grave trouble will come to those who right wrongs. So that's what we're doing here. We want to right wrongs. It begins in the mind. It begins in the mind. Huh? So that's it. So what's the purpose? She has to accept what her purpose is for so that this can happen in closing. All right? Now, in Genesis chapter 17, the scripture says, uh, verse 6, he's talking to Abraham when he was 99, right? He says, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings will come from you, right? He says, I'll make nations of you, and kings will come from you. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 15, Yahweh says, For Yahweh, your powers will bless you just as he promised you. You will lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. You will reign over many nations, but they will not reign over you. This is the promise to Abraham and his seed, right? You'll become, you, your descendants will be kings and rulers, right? right? He says, you will, uh, you will lend to nations, but not borrow from nations. You will reign over many nations, but they will not reign over you. Is that happening now? No, it's not, is it? Why? Because we, today we need to change our mindset. Okay? And now, in uh, Psalms chapter 47, verse 8, Powers reigns over the nations. Power sits on his prepared throne. Guess where his throne is? You are the temple, the seat of power. You, as an individual, are the temple. That's Hehal, the seat of power. Know you not that you are the temple of powers? And the temple of powers dwells in you. You are a temple, right? You are a palace. So he says, verse 8, powers reigns over the nations. Power sits on his prepared throne. The princes of the people have gathered together. The people of the powers of Abraham, for the shields of the earth are to powers. He is greatly exalted. The shield, what's the shield? The protecting, protections of the earth. We are the salt of the earth. We're supposed to protect the earth, right? Because that's creation that provides for us. What is it? Field providing human needs. Produce. It sustains us. The earth. Creation. So what? Now the word, the word princes, the princes of the people. That's the word nadav. Nadav, right? <sighs> Got to get this one. This is powerful. That's the word nadav. Nun, nale, Nadav. That's what they translate as prince of the people. It's also the word for noble, right? So that, that word, the function of it is to associate freely, right? Uh, be free and independent. Also, that's word for volunteer, right? So look, so he says, 
So he's talking about the descendants of Abraham, right? The free people have gathered together. The free people, they're free and independent. Those are, those are people who are not of the world, but yet they're in it. They're independent of what the world provides for those who it enslaves. The world has made nations consumers away from producers. But the descendants of Abraham will associate freely. I go where I want to go. I do what I want to do. I'm independent of you. Right? They are also, the, the volunteers, go to Psalms 110. It says, it's talking about the reign of Yeshua. He says, Yahweh said to my master, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Yahweh will send the rod of your strength out of Zion. Sion. Zion is a sheep who obey the commands of Yahweh. Sawa. Son is the Hebrew word for sheep. Protect sheep, which Yahweh does. And sawa. There's two words, Sion, right? Sawa is the word command. I did an upload on that where if you obey the commands of Yahweh, because the word sawa means to uh, delegate authority without losing control. So whoever obeys Yahweh's command, Yahweh delegates authority to you, but yet he's still in control. He delegates authority without losing control, right? So guess what that puts you in? That gives you, you have diplomatic immunity. You're not subject to the decrees of Caesar. If you obey the commands of Yahweh, you have diplomatic immunity. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse, uh, I think, 20, says that we are ambassadors for the, the anointing. We are ambassadors of the Messiah. And what is, it? what is an ambassador? He represents a kingdom in another country. And he has diplomatic immunity. He's not subject to the laws or the decrees of that country as a representative of another country or kingdom. So, that's the word. The word for volunteer says, verse 3, no, verse 2, Yahweh will send the rod of your strength out of Sion, out of Zion. Those are the people who are, obeys the sheep of Yahweh, who obeys his commands, and they have diplomatic immunity. And then it says, Radah, rule in the midst of your enemies. The prophecies and promises in the first covenant say, your descendants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they will control the gates of their enemies. So we're supposed to rule in the midst of our enemies. Verse 3 of Psalm 110. Your people will be volunteers in the day of your power. They will be nadav, nidavot. They will be free and independent in the day of your power. In the beauties of preparedness from the womb of the morning, you have the dew of your youth. Follow? So now, we are supposed to now watch this, and I'm almost closed. In uh, Isaiah, <laughs> also in Deuteronomy 1.11, let me just go back to that one. Deuteronomy 1.11 says, you know, Moses is speaking to the nation of Israel. He's about to die. So he's reiterating, uh, going or reviewing their journeys, right? So he says, uh, verse 10, Yahweh, your powers has multiplied you, and here you are today as the stars of heaven in multitude. Remember he told Abraham in Genesis 12, 
in Genesis 15. Look at the stars. Can you number them? So show your descendants be, right? So then in uh, Deuteronomy 110, he says, here you are today as the stars of heaven in multitude. Verse 11, may Yahweh powers of your fathers make you a thousand times more numerous than you are and bless you as he promised you, right? They were already as stars, multitude of the stars. And he says, may he multiply you a thousand times more. We have to get this powers of nourishment, right? In Isaiah chapter 60, right? The letter I left, first letter of the Hebrew I left that. Number one, your matches, number one. I left, ox, pictorial, symbolic of strength, right? I left means to receive from others. In our case, receiving from Yahweh, receive from others. Teaching, learning, right? Like an ox is yoked to the younger ox, right? To learn the way, right? It's a, a leader whose followers lack independence. A leader whose followers lack independence. It's also the word for husband. Because the, the husband is the leader of his house. And his mikevas and his children, they lack independence of him. Right? Remember the word mom means dependent. Yeah? See it coming back around, right? Dependent. Right? And so... That is also the word I left for a thousand. A man initially was supposed to have a thousand sons, right? Why? How? What's the purpose? We're supposed to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it by outnumbering. You see? When Israel was in Egypt, the Pharaoh got mad because he said, hey, these guys are more numerous than us. Israel outnumbered, outpopulated the Egyptians. How? Because of polygamy. <laughs> and they, they were serious. Yahweh did it. It's because of, in Jeremiah 29, they survived Babylonian captivity because of polygamy. A man had more than one Nikeva. Yahweh told them to do that so that they can outpopulate, so they can survive their Babylonian captivity, and they did it. Jeremiah 29, you can read it, verse 1. He talked to the priests. They say, look, you take women for yourselves, take women for your sons, give your daughters to husbands, and, your, and, that, and so you can be fruitful, multiply, and survive the captivity. You understand? And look at uh, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 22. He says, this is, uh, chapter 60 talks about how the Gentiles will bless Zion, right? And he said, in the, in the honor of his people, he says, verse 22, a little one will become a thousand. A little one will become a thousand and a small one, a strong nation. I, Yahweh, will hasten it in its time. You follow? One can put a thousand to flight. Two, ten thousand. It's in the first covenant. And in Psalms, Psalm 91. Although a thousand will fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand. Because one eye can put a thousand to flight. So, and I left husband means a thousand. And we know how many sperm a man releases into his cava. Millions. <laughs> Yahweh is serious. And he can do that every day till he goes on to be with Yahweh. 43,200 days to live, 120 years. Well, Yahweh was serious. All throughout the scriptures, he says... Until you increase and multiply and take over, I will hold off 
the inhabitants of the land. Countless scriptures concerning that. That's how we're supposed to take over, outpopulating everybody else, because then they will absorb to the mindset that we have in serving Yahweh. Does that not make sense? But now we, we, we submit to leaders who are not even trying to serve Yahweh because the adversary has been successful in taking us away from the simple, functional, practical, according to design, use of our own bodies, male and female, and how one was created to relate to the other. Do we understand? And we are supposed to be leaders above the nations. I will make you, Yahweh says in, in uh, 2619, he says, of Deuteronomy says, also today Yahweh has proclaimed you to be his special people, just as he promised you, and you should keep all his commandments. Because that gives you diplomatic immunity, right? And that he will set you high above all nations, which he has made in praise, in name, and in honor, and that you may be a prepared people to Yahweh your power, just as he has spoken. In Deuteronomy 28.1, now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of Yahweh your powers, to observe carefully all his commandments, which gives you diplomatic immunity, which I command you today, that Yahweh your powers will set you high above all nations of the earth. See our present position, we got work to do. We're supposed to be leaders, not followers, not borrowers, not beggars, not just trying to survive. I hate it. Bump that, bump Satan, and long as Yahweh's presence stays in our midst, we're going to see it happen in this generation, in Yeshua's name. You agree with that, say, Amen. Oh, God. Shabbat Shalom.